What's up, everybody? This is Stacey B. and KP, and this is the Queen Sugar Review for Episode 8, Season 3, Come Clad in Peace. Um, so, KP, what were your overall thoughts of uh, this episode? Um, I thought this episode did pick up a bit from the last one. The last one was, was a little slow, but I think this was a, a turning, kind of like a, one of those turning point transitional episodes with, um, I don't know how much we want to get into it, but... You know, with Prosper moving on, and it just seemed really transitional. So I'm pretty sure, you know, we're being set up for a big one. <laughs> right, definitely. Set up. <laughs> <laughs> a real set up. Um, set up. But yeah, yeah, it always is. Right. When, when you see the title, you know, there was definitely a lot of peace with a lot of the, the characters, for sure. Um, and speaking of Prosper's move, or Prosper, let's talk about his move. Um, although the, although he's not blood to them, um, to the family, you know, they've kind of taken him in like he is blood, which I love to see. I love his relationship with Charlie. Um, that just really gives me life. And um, I love the advice that Anvai gave him about, you know, speaking up if you need some help. But it's pretty ironic that she would say that because she tends to... <laughs> you know, kind of shut people down when she needs help. But that was pretty interesting. She probably needs to take her own advice. But I really loved how they are taking care of him. He's he's becoming one of my favorite uh, characters. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I definitely love Prosper. He actually reminds me of my grandfather. He even dressed the same way. It's crazy. But I love that, um, like you said, of all people, to give Prosper the advice. of When you need someone, you know, ask. And she's definitely not taking her own advice. Prosper really made me mad and sad. Um, the fact that he never called his daughter, like, ever. And I know Charlie has to feel some kind of way about that because that's exactly what Ernest did to her, um, not telling her exactly what was going on. And she must be thinking, I know your daughter wants to know what is happening. How could your daughter not want to know that you're being evicted and that you're sick and that you need surgery? But... Nonetheless, she's just taking it all on herself. And, I mean, I think it's interesting that she's doing all this. Moving him into her house is a pretty big deal, considering she's only really known him for a year and all the rest of them have known him forever, but she's the one that stepped up to help him out. I just found that very interesting. But I'm loving their relationship. I love that um, Micah will have kind of like a grandfather figure in the house and Charlie will have someone that... She clearly respects, I think Prosper can help her too, because she is, as she said, it's like having a little bit of her father with her. So I'm excited about their relationship and about the three of them living together. I hope we get to see some generational interaction. I hope maybe he can be there for Micah as well. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. Right, I agree. He kind of represents a lot of what she missed I guess, was not spending as much time with her father in his later years, and particularly Micah. Uh, I think, uh, and it's, it's a good thing when you can take care of the vulnerable, you know, because he's really in a vulnerable state. Even though he, he's a man, he's strong, he has pride, but, you know, he, he's really in a vulnerable state, and I think that's it's a wonderful thing to see Charlie, who's always very strong and strategic. It also shows her vulnerability, as well, I think it's a great decision that the the writers made on their end to really show a good balance for Charlie as well 
in terms yeah, of just her different side. There's a totally different side of her when she's with Robert. Right. Yeah, definitely a different side, and it definitely it's a good balance for the audience to see because you know we're not all we're not nobody's just monolithic. You know, just one way. Um, now, on by sickness and her business partner's reaction, you know, I think it really took him by uh, by shock. And understandably, I mean, when you think about business, you do want to ensure that what you're investing in or who you're investing in is well, is healthy. We've even seen that with uh, celebrities who are going on tour. You know, they, they have life, they have to have a certain amount of insurance to ensure that they can finish the tour because <laughs> people are investing in them. You know, and this in many ways is similar. She is the maker of the pies that they're investing in. So uh, I understood his shock, um, but I'm a little nervous because, you know, this is Aunt Vi's dream, and she really did not want to show her weakness. And if you think about it, a lot of times we as black people feel this is our only shot in life, and she may feel that way. So it's kind of heartbreaking to think that it could all crumble because of a sickness that she has. What are your thoughts on that? I was just confused as to why she even told him, because she had just told Nova when they were making pies, you know, no one used to know about my weaknesses. And then she turns around and gives the person who can give her her dream about her weakness. I didn't understand why she felt compelled to do that, especially when she hasn't even told her family her entire family about her diagnosis but so now this her, this now Jared I think that's his name now he knows about it it doesn't make sense to me I don't know why she felt like she had to tell him I mean she could have played it off like oh I was just you know wasn't feeling well she didn't have to do that I don't really know why she did that I was just I was just confused by the whole by, by why she felt the need to do it Right, and I, I guess that that can happen in life, though. You're just you, you're really thrown off your game. You know, she probably wasn't expecting to fall ill right at that moment, so maybe it just kind of came out. <laughs> you know, it, it just it kind of happens that way sometimes. But she didn't like, tell him until like the next people. day. Oh wait, you're Remember right about that. Remember, he brought soup to her house. I think it was, oh, yeah. it, was it was a separate situation. Like he he said, "Let me get you home." Wait, you're right about that because he did, yeah, he took her home and then, right, right. I don't know. Well, maybe she thought about it. Maybe she thought about that. Maybe she just thought about it like this is going to perhaps happen again. So she just needed to come clean. Hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, it's interesting that she, she told him, but. We also, if you think about it, in terms of writing, have to move the story along. So, well, <laughs> that may be I think that's really what that was because I was like, "Wow, yeah. why the hell?" Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, because but but in life, you know, still to my point though, in life, sometimes you really do kind of contradict yourself or have a second thought on something. Like, I I do need to uh, come clean or just to you know, the truth will set you free. I don't know. Um, but let's talk about Darla and R.A.'s confrontation over Blue. Um, they really had a tit-for-tat uh, or tit-for-tat moment. Um, I, I, saw, uh, I felt a bit of jealousy in R.A.'s eyes uh, when Darla was just kind of showing him around the home, particularly when she showed him 
what she had done for Blue's um, bedroom. Um, so, there, you know, I think the, the thing with them is ego is a hell of a drug. You know, there, there's a lot of ego when they have a conversation. Um, overall, I feel they have both been wrong um, in this overall situ- situation. But, you know, it depends on the day. <laughs> but So this day or this episode, I was more team Darla. Um, ultimately, it is about the child's best interest. And, you know, she's a mother. She wants to spend as much time with her son, and I don't think she's wrong for that. I think 50-50 was fair. Um, but I also understand R.A.'s fear that Blue could somehow, you know, be taken away from him or, could, uh, I don't know, they, they could grow apart or, or Blue may want to be with his mother more, whatever it is. I can understand that emotion, but it's an emotion. But, but logically, it is good for Blue to be with both parents as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, their, their situation, I and mean, you mentioned that you felt that Ralph Angel was, he was in his emotions because of Blue's room and how how nice it was, really. It was such a nice room. And Kenya was there, and Blue has made himself at home, and I think that really got to rot and understandably I can understand it but he was in his emotions and Charlie told him before he went over there keep your emotions out of it and then he went over there and got emotional but he wasn't the only one because after Darla saw Blue and Ralph Angel and Trent at the gas station I think that fueled her a little bit more too to push the 50-50 split I think they both were emotional and that's never good for either one of them because they're already not good communicators I think Ralph Angel is used to dealing with the Darla that is not confident with the Darla that doesn't have bargaining power because she's you know she's um she's recovered she's a recovering addict and that's not the Darla that he's dealing with now and he's never calibrated he's never realized that he has to handle her differently now and so it's just there was there was a little I, I felt both of them, but I really wish that he would have just said, okay, fine, 50-50, because he should have known that now that Darla is back and she's a new Darla, that she's going to keep pushing him to spend more time with her son, and she is still his mother. Now, both of them have been wrong in the past. I mean, if we were to put a chart up side by side, they're pretty even. I mean, because really, Rob was in prison most of his life. So I just wish he would have taking Charlie's advice just made a plan because it is a little bit of prediction because I think it's only going to get worse um 50-50 is it's 50-50 and I didn't really see a problem with it like you said that's his mom I don't see a problem with them sharing blue but raw stubbornness you know is going to make it worse for him so again I'm just like do it for blue just do it for blue that's it I just think I, 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 I side with Darla on this one because I think Ralph Angel is the one that needs to change the way he's thinking about it. Right. Ralph Angel has definitely made mistakes when it comes to how he treats Darla, like you said. And, yeah, and that's what I meant when I said, you know, ego is a hell of a drug. They both have that, <laughs> you know, in different situations. Uh, so, you know, at some point they just really, like you said, have to just think about Blue. It's really about him because they were in a relationship. It didn't work out. 
So there's always going to be hurt feelings over that. But when you and that was Charlie's advice too. He didn't take any of it. <laughs> and when you put blue, when you put blue in the equation, you know all that kind of is, is taken off the off the table. You know, the best it, it can. be. Um, now let's talk about uh, Ralph Angel and Nova's moment uh, as it kind of relates to his his moment with Darla. I loved how Nova was lifting him up because a lot of times. I feel black men in particular hold things in. And uh, and even with black women, you know, society tends to think that we're strong. We, we, we don't become suicidal when a lot of black men commit suicide. And it may have a lot to do with not feeling like we can share our, our problems. So I love that Nova shared with him, you know, the issues that their father dealt with and really just try to comfort him in that moment and lift him up uh you know during his his troubles and you know she has her her issues as well but i just thought it was a great sibling moment where we saw a black man talking about his internal issues letting it out what are you yeah i I love that she shared that with him because he and i think we all do think our parents are super heroes and because as a parent, you don't, or you try not to show your kid when you're struggling or when you're dealing with whatever, you try to keep them out of it. Ralph Angel has been hell-bent on being like his dad without even knowing all that his dad went through. So I am glad that Nova shared that with him. And he seemed to listen because later on he tells Trent he's not going to take on extra shifts. And I'm glad about that because this kind of goes back to um, season two when they had that bloke about the will. And he was talking about, well, I'm going to work. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to farm. I'm going to do this. And Charlie tells him, you can't do all that. You're just one man. And here we see that um, coming to light where he really, he can't. He can't handle it all. And it's so bad, it's actually something that Darla is using against him. Like, you have two jobs. You're never here for Blue. The house is a mess. So I'm glad that, you know, hopefully he's able to see his way forward a little more clearly. And I hope things get better for him. But I think it was good for him to hear that even his superhero wasn't as strong as as he thought he was. So he can take some of that pressure off of himself. Right. I think it's always good to know the human side of your parents. Um, it can be shocking at times, um, depending on what it is. Because uh, if we remember from even uh, when Nova learned about her father being a janitor, or was it Nova or Charlie? One that uh, learned about him being a janitor. Nova, right. Him being a janitor and how they felt about that. But, you know, people have to do what they have to do to make their dreams come true or to keep their dream. So I, you know, I think that it's okay sometimes for kids to hear those type of stories because it makes you feel not like you're completely off your path. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're okay. You may have a setback here and there, but this is what you do. You know, it, it's, it's fine. You know, everything's not always perfect in, in your life. I agree. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about Micah and his revolutionary, uh, his revolutionary without direction, as I've heard Jada Pinkett say about Tupac. Um, I think Micah, in some ways, is well, he's not Tupac, but similar in terms of not having really a direction. 
Um, but I applaud his passion, but his crew is kind of right. Well, quite reckless, I feel. And I, I'm not sure if all of them are really down for the cause. And, you know, we kind of heard or heard us or kind of felt the seed of that um, or saw a seed of that with uh, Kiki where she said, you know, those just aren't my people. I don't really feel comfortable with them um, or we do things differently. Uh, so should he be hanging with this crew? You know, should they be trusted? Well, I call them Micah X and the Little Panthers because, oh gosh. So they're talking about the plantation, and I feel that I feel what they are saying because plantations, especially down here in the South, it is where, you know, people get married, and it, it is, people do make a mockery of it. And so I definitely felt, I felt what they were saying. I like what you said about what Jada said. It's like they, they're revolutionary without direction, I think is what you said. Um, and I, do, I, I, I like their, their wokeness, but at the same time, I, I think they look for trouble. And there are other ways to make a statement and to make a stand. Um, I'm just not sure about this plantation plan of theirs. Um, Micah, he likes them. He wants to fit in with them. And even, it doesn't matter if Kiki doesn't want to be with them, he does. And he has misplaced anger. He has a desire to fit in. He has something to prove. So he's he's just in it to win it. I'm just scared for all of them. He, Micah has been designated as a lookout, and I just am like, is he really lookout material? I don't. I don't think so, um, and I, I wonder, as you said, how how wedded to the cause they actually are, or are they just rebels without a cause? Like I'm not really, I don't know whether they are true to this wokeness or they just want to make some noise. I'm not sure. I feel like it, it could be a hybrid, but you know, their their intentions may be good, but there's definitely some misdirection. Right, because people forget, you know, a lot of the, like, the civil rights movement, they had a plan. There was a reason why they were marching. There was a reason why they were doing sit-ins. There was an actual plan for that. That was a strategy to get in the papers for people to, to know about what it was that they were fighting for. You know, it wasn't just let's make noise just right. because. There, there was an actual plan to get talk to the government Compromise with government officials or whatever yeah, it is they have. Strategy, it's strategy. Like right. they just didn't go around right. and say we're going to do this today and then walk away. Yeah, it's, it's long-term strategy. It was a long-term strategy, and very clear why they would make noise when they felt they needed to. Um, now let's talk about Charlie and Nova's conversation. Um, you know, it, to me, it's always great to see them and have their sister bond and um you know they were talking about investigating more on the on the landry's and their plan as we learned from the previous episode to build a prison on their property a private prison um and although there was uh you know this bond we know about <laughs> the little secret that nova's carrying uh regarding remy and she definitely did not admit that in this conversation um but i i loved how charlie protected Nova in this moment saying, you know, you, you don't want your name on this. Um, so what are your thoughts in that moment? 
so back at, at the first part at, at Prosper's house, I was just surprised that they were together because we still haven't seen a, a, um, a reconciliation between them. It, it went from the mill to uh, Davis's bombshell. She reaches out. Then Nova comes to her house and she dismisses Nova. And then here we are and they're happy again. I don't, I, I feel like we missed something. But the conversation at, at the house, I was hoping Nova was going to take that opportunity to come clean, and of course she did not. So here we go again. Um, and then later when Charlie, you know, was she, well, first of all, Nova bringing her the information, does that mean that Nova is on board now? Because remember, that's what their whole blow-up was about, is that she didn't feel this was the way Charlie needed to fight this. But now she's the one doing some investigative work and bringing the information to Charlie. Was it a peace offering? Was it her way of of apologizing? Is she on board now? Is she okay with how this is playing out now that there's the plan for this entire community to be destroyed and for a private prison to be built? I'm just, I'm unclear about about that whole bubble of information there. But it kind of, it broke my heart when Charlie told her, when Charlie declined her assistance because she wanted her to have her, to, to go forward. She didn't want her name in any of this stuff because Charlie's willing to put her name out there. And she didn't want Nova to even be implicated. And I, just, I felt my heart kind of sank because I was thinking, once again, Charlie, you're putting your family first and, and your sister is not doing the same for, for you. So I just, I kind of, I was a little... A little bothered, <laughs> a little bothered by every scene they had together. It's <laughs> just like we're missing information. There's a missing conversation here. Did they just sweep everything under the rug because of the prison? Or you know, did it come? Did it all just full circle back to the land? And so now they kind of recalibrated and got back to it. I don't know what happened. Right, the the little things uh, that we don't know that could change everything. You know, that that's interesting how they're showing that uh, with the show. Um, I feel like Nova's probably on board because we know that from previous two seasons that she's she's down for the cause, even though she's extremely flawed. She's down yeah. for the cause, and she um, she's definitely probably, you know, this is the bigger, uh, the bigger devil is having a private prison <laughs> on her family. Hell yeah. Property. So, you know, we kind of caught that in a uh, subtle manner, I felt, I felt in uh, episode seven, how she just repeated like a private prison, you know, so that that was probably something that kind of shook her to the core a little bit, like, wow, okay, yeah, I'm on board. Um, But let's, uh, one little quick thing about Nova that I love, which was epic, Um, what she did (laughs) with the land in the sage and all that. I thought that was a beautiful scene, actually. Even though I know, you know, she's not our favorite person right now. No, so, it was you know, beautiful. Again, people have layers. Everyone's not all bad. So It was beautiful. You know, was I just want her to sage herself a little bit. But, yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. I, she needs to use the sage on herself. That's funny. She needs to walk on through that fog. <laughs> yeah, just come on, though. Just cleanse yourself. Just, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, we, a lot of people need cleansing, that's for sure. Um, oh, <laughs> anyway, a sublime. Anyway, uh, so 
<laughs> let's move to seeing it. Uh, we saw the trailer for the next episode. What are your top two predictions for episode nine? Top two predictions. Uh, well, we know that we, we we finally got into the place where Nova is going to tell Charlie what is going on with her and Remy. I I've I've, I've gone back and forth about how I feel about it. It's how I want Charlie to react versus how I feel she will react. And I want her to drag them. Like, just, I just want it to be super duper epic. But then I thought about it and I was thinking, is she going to go basketball court, Charlie, on Nova? Probably not. Because we really haven't seen Charlie reach that level of anger, even through all that she's been through. That was the only time we saw her kind of lose control. So I'm I'm mad about this, but I think I think she's gonna tell you know, tell them a few words. And then possibly deal just deal with it. I don't want her to sweep it under the rug, but Charlie does that, so I kinda feel that she might, even though this is huge. I feel she might just sweep this thing under the rug and I'll just be super duper mad and then one thing we saw is uh mama boudreaux and jacob and so that's going to be interesting because jacob was a part of the plan all along so now what why is he bringing his mom into it um i'm looking forward to it and i think she probably will join forces with them because she was always going to do it with jacob so i don't know exactly how that's going to play out but i think because this plan has changed so much, now we're talking about a whole prison, then she's going to have to change her plan and possibly use Jacob for a little more to get what she wants. So I, those are the two things I'm watching for next week that I think going to happen. Yes, of course, Nova and Remy situation is the biggest for coming up. Everyone is, I'm sure, anticipating that. Um, we saw them walking hand in hand. Um, I'm a little fearful that, you know, it may not just be a kiss that happens between them. Maybe they go even further. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think that a lot will be revealed about um, their past, perhaps, you know, in that moment. In terms of uh, Aunt... Actually, I'll, I'll go with uh, Ralph Angel and Darla. Um, I feel they'll continue to battle, um, obviously. No, but yeah, but no, I just feel like Darla and Ralph Angel will just continue to battle over uh, over the custody of Blue. Um, perhaps Aunt Vi will become more involved in that as well for the next episode. But yeah. All right, well, that's our show for the evening. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.